I'm Eve Ash and I'm back with brand new episodes of Who Killed Bob? Sunil Fraser has spent 13 years in jail. Did Tasmanian authorities convict an innocent grandmother for a murder she didn't commit? Why did police charge one of the lawyers with perverting the course of justice? Is it possible Tasmania police have acted unlawfully? Find out in the new episodes. Available free on Apple in coming weeks and out now on Apple's subscription. Just search on Who Killed Bob. Here's a sneak preview of episode 13, High Hopes for the High Court. I'm Eve Ash, psychologist and filmmaker, and this is a podcast about the case of Sunil Fraser and the murder of Bob Chappell. On Friday the 12th of August 2022, Sue's legal team, headed by Robert Richter QC, well, now we say KC, were to present to the High Court seeking leave to appeal. It was all held online and Sue's daughter Sarah came to Melbourne to talk to the lawyers afterwards. I picked her up at Melbourne Airport and we talked about the last 13 years and how young Sarah was when it all started and how long Sue's been in prison. We started discussing how Sue came across to the public and how the media portrayed her and how so many people took a negative view. I never really saw that. I think because of the age I was at and how normal mum seemed to me because she was my mum. So to me it was just like, that's my mum, that's how she is, that's her normal is to communicate that way but looking back at it now with that distance and being a bit older I can see why people were put off because she does come across her language the way she says I just don't know as opposed to kind of giving more like I felt like they could have done a better job of saying you're saying you don't know what do you mean are you having problems with your memory is that what you're saying you or is it you don't know why you said that because it's not true or do you know what I mean they just left it hanging look when you know Sue because the more I got to visit her and know her it was just Sue yeah you, you don't see anything sinister When you look at it through the eyes of somebody telling you this is a murderer, this is a cold-blooded killer, you look at that person and you look for, well, I'm looking at a cold-blooded killer. And also, the like, oh my God, the black sunglasses. Why did mum and Bob have to get around in those sunglasses? Because I was thinking, she looks really sinister and dark in those glasses if you overlay that rubbish. But what it actually is, is they used to buy the pharmacy glasses and whatever. The cheap cheap, shitty ones. And they have a bunch of them. And they shared them. They didn't care what they looked like. And that comes across in all the photos. It's so weird because on the one hand, they're like, oh, you know, pearls and blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually look at it, it's like dark sunglasses, beanies dodgy track pants and old shop clothes. Well, they used the wedding photo of Sue and Bob because it was virtually the only photo of Sue with Bob because most of the photos were either Sue taking a photo of Bob or Bob taking a photo of Sue. Selfies weren't really a thing back then. No. And, you know, they weren't a young couple going around and and taking a whole lot of photos. In fact, some of the best photos are from their overseas trips or early days of skiing. But 
I think in hindsight, I should have come over right at the beginning when you first started feeling like the police investigation was going weird, something was going wrong. Yeah. And I should have interviewed Sue just to put it down on tape. You're so ill-equipped if you're naive to something like this that if you don't have someone step in and say, I've seen this play out in a really bad way, there's a line that mum says which is something along the lines of, we just thought that once it was in the courts there was no way I could be convicted because I haven't done anything wrong. We talked non-stop but we kept coming back to how huge the next day would be with the leave to appeal being heard in the High Court. We were both so anxious and Sue's family and supporters were anxious. Everybody was anxious and Sue was threatening to go on a hunger strike if the High Court application failed. This miscarriage of justice needed to be finally turned around. But we had hope because one judge at Sue's recent appeal had dissented, Justice Escort. Colin McLaren, who was now overseas, was also worried. That's why I say if it's a negative, then really shut the door in Australia. It's disgusting. And I guess Lindy Chamberlain and her family and her husband were probably thinking and, you know, second-guessing like we are right now, uh, 40 years ago. It's that bad, and but eventually a breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah, I just like feel we've had so many breakthroughs. Yeah. Like we've had so many matinee jackets. I know. Thanks and to largely to you oh. as well, Colin. So if that stuff's not enough, well, what the I fuck know. is? Well, what is our system of justice? You know, let's not call it the Westminster system of justice. Might as well call it the, you know, the system that's out in the wilderness. It's bullshit. It's not worth a penny because it's all nonsense. Yeah, that's exactly right. Meanwhile, the actual, you know, the normal people well, well, who yeah, get the vic- caught the up victim in, of yeah, victims, essentially. Yeah, that's right. Like Sue, I mean, she, God, it's enough to send anyone around the twist. Yeah, well, I think we're pretty close to that. I think all of us feel there's so much writing on this special leave application and then you kind of go, oh, it's just an application. We've still got to get through a fucking appeal. Yeah, but the good thing about the appeal is that we're going to be able to bring in so many aspects mm-hmm. of the whole case. Like yep. Bob mm-hmm. Moles was talking about the fact mm-hmm. that we'll bring in the ridiculous comments that the prosecutor mm-hmm. made about a body with marks on it, showing that it was someone who hit Bob from behind, so it must have been someone he knew. That's what we thought. We all had hope. Then we talked about the poor, vulnerable witness, Megan Vass, whose DNA had been found at the crime scene and who had flip-flopped so many times, saying, yes, I was on the... If you love this story and want to get early access to Who Killed Bob, subscribe to our channel on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.